0: Final round of the NRL gets underway this evening. We're off to Combank Stadium in Sydney. The fifth place Parramatta Eels are taking on the fourth place Melbourne Storm. Uh, yeah, these two have got a great rivalry happening, and the Parramatta Eels have had the best of the Storm of late. And joining us now is the Eels head coach, in Brad Arthur. Brad, good morning. Morning, boys. How are you? Going? Very well, thank you. Thursday night footy, Brad. Fifth against fourth. It's a massive game for your boys tonight.
1: Yeah, I think it's a big opportunity for, for both clubs, both teams. Um, and obviously, the, we know the stakes are high for the winner. Fourth spot, two cracks in the final. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a real big game for both clubs.
2: Uh, Brad, the last time we spoke to you, uh, I think might have been after the uh, loss to the Rapidos and uh, we well, were sort of discussing the ins and outs of inconsistency in footy teams and... Uh, Geez, you'd have to say since then, Parramatta have been consistent uh, on the scoreboard, uh, thumped the Eels 42-6 and then, uh, of course, belted the Broncos last week. 53 points. Uh, The attack seems to have clicked all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, look, I don't know. I'm not sure what the word consistency actually means because for a team and a club, we've been in the... The top eight every single week for four years straight, so <laughs> yeah, good I, point. I reckon we've been pretty pretty consistent um, you know what we've, where we haven't been good enough is we haven't been able to put you know four or five wins big big blocks of wins together you know um, and that's that's what we need to do coming into the finals, but on the other side of it we haven't we haven't gone back to back losses all year either, so we've been able to fight back from a poor performance, but now that we're we've got a bit of momentum. It's really important that we keep it and we work hard right from the start of the game.
0: We were talking earlier this morning, we were seeing highlights of the Round 3 game between the Storm and the Eels, and it was that missed drop goal that came off the post and and Ray Stone went on to score the match-winning try. And unfortunately, we haven't seen Ray since. It seems like ages ago, it doesn't even seem like it was this season, Brad.
1: Yeah, it's it's come up pretty quickly on us. And, you know, like... um, Unfortunately, for Saini, he came up with a big effort which won us the game. But every game that was played with Storm over the last two or three years, you know, it's been right down to the 80th minute. And we need to make sure we're still there fighting and scrapping out the 79th minute to make sure we have a chance of winning or putting in a position where we can win the game.
2: Uh, Jason, uh, Jason, uh, Arthur, Brad, we were speaking to Jason Demetrio yesterday and he said uh, with their match against the Roosters coming up, going into the finals, uh, his preference in a perfect world is to have a tough match. Uh, are you of the same view? Or uh, for you, it doesn't matter if it's a hard match or or one which on paper is not so hard?
1: Oh, look, I don't know if we've had too many, you know, um, easy performances this year where teams haven't come after us. Um, you know, the, the last two weeks probably... Um, the game's become a little bit easier at the, at the back end, but um, we certainly want to be able to be tested and um, see where we're at and, and be able to pl- play out a strong 80 minutes. And, um, you know, we know that exactly that's what we're going to get from the Storm. They, what they do, they they fight right to the last minute and they'll scrap over everything.
0: Craig Bellamy was asked yesterday about your danger, man, and he said Mitchell Moses is the one that has intrigued him. He said his form of late, he, he said he seems to be playing at a, a more up-tempo speed. He is the uh, the player that he's most concerned about tonight for your team?
1: Yeah, uh, Mitch, done a great job. Um, the things, you know, like he, he gets noticed for all the, the flash of brilliance that he's, that he's got in his game, but it's built on the back of a lot of um, toughness that he's playing with at the moment. You know, He hasn't been able to train a great deal over the last couple of weeks um, and he's just getting himself out on the field and he's playing tough, he's defending well he's prepared to play the long game and playing for 80 minutes and i think that allows him to have the freedom to play with that little bit of class that he's gotten you know without any concerns um around the outcome you know because of his the way he's playing with his toughness he, you know he can sort of chance his hand a little bit
2: she's looking at the teams they're both really strong teams is this sort of uh getting to close to you think your best team or the lineup you'd be looking uh, to put into the finals uh Brad?
1: I think so. We've been playing around with our bench a little bit and our bench, you know, over the last week and this week probably seems to give us the most flexibility in having coverage for if you know an outside back was to go down we've got coverage with Murata if a spine member goes down we've got coverage in Jake and then you know we've got Matto who can push out to a back row. So um in terms of an overall balance of the seventeen I you know, I think this is close to it. Uh, but we've certainly got a couple of boys that are playing in our cup final on on Saturday, they're thinking otherwise and pushing for a spot, you know, in the in the 17. Mm. And Nathan Brown, you know, hopefully returns maybe this weekend as well, which, you know, was his big game experience, could, could be a bonus for us moving forward.
0: Now, you lead the competition in offloads, which is a great stat to have. And, Brad, Sean Lane is the one that's caught the attention of a lot of pundits of late. He's been absolutely sensational. When we asked you about him, I don't know if it was the back end of last year or early this season, what a good player he was, and you said, yeah, he is, but you've got to keep a bit of an eye on him. He's not the best trainer that you've got there at Parramatta.
1: No, um, he's trained really well this year, actually. You know, like, he's worked really hard on his fitness levels, carrying a certain weight, you know, that that him comfortable to be able to to make sure he can front-load his effort areas, and he's he's really um, front-loaded his effort and his physicality out of the backfield with his carries, and, you know, it sort of gives him that confidence then um, to do what he's natural with, you know, he's, he's got a really good skill level. And, and, you know, pass and offload, but, you know, well, that's brought upon um, making sure that he focused on his effort areas around uh, where he's put himself physically for training, and then now he's reaping that rewards in, in the game. Um,
2: just uh, speaking generally, uh, Penrith, of course, uh, have earned uh, the minor premiership uh, some time ago. They're way ahead, and they've rested a lot of players this weekend. Uh in your position, if you was in the same, were in the same position, would you think that's a good idea to rest players, or do you like to keep things going? Oh, well, I think it's much for
1: muchness in terms of you know everyone's situation is different. Last year, um, we knew going into our last game what our outcome was; it wasn't going to change where we finished sixth. So we did rest a lot of our players. I yeah, mean, that's rest right. Five or six of our senior players um, then gave other players an opportunity, and it worked for us. Um, you know it freshened up the likes of guffo like that had 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 a long long year without missing a game, um but we changed a few things this year with our preparation at the back end of the year to make sure we you know we didn't fall into that trap and um our players are looking really fresh and upbeat at the moment. um so we're going to make the most of it tonight.
0: No, Jerome Hughes for the storm tonight, Brad. so does it make it easier now that you can just sort of keep more attention on Cameron Munster or the fact that he'll take a bigger Hand in Melbourne's attack. Does that make him more dangerous? Yeah, it's fifty-fifty, it? you know, because you know Jerome's a very good player,
1: obviously, and um, you know probably um, doesn't help them him not being there. But on the other hand, um, Cameron will step up even more and try and go to the game even more. And we know how dangerous, and how good a player he is. So oh, look, this doesn't matter who the Storm put in and what. Circumstances or situation they're in, they always come and everyone, all, you know, all seven even do their job and they'll make it a tough night for us. We know that.
0: Now, you could finish fourth or fifth depending on how the round plays out. So, would you rather finish fourth and play Penrith in Penrith in week one or finish in fifth, even though you won't have the double chance but you'd have a home game against probably the Raiders or the Broncos? I just want to
1: win tonight. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's where all.
0: We, where we Where we finish will be what it is, you know. just want to win tonight. Good on you, Brad. Always a pleasure. Good luck tonight. Hopefully you get the win and hopefully you can finish as high as up as you can. We'll catch up again later in the season. All right. Thanks, boys.